Fourth of July is on the way. You know what that means. Let's uh, cut down on the injuries. What do you say? We are gearing up for Fourth of July weekend, so here's a reminder to make sure you stay safe, safe out there for you and your family. Forty over the years, has you ever come close to losing a finger? Or... Uh, no, I never. As have. a kid, probably decently close. When yeah. uh, you know the parents would get a little risque, let us run out and light the fireworks and run back when we used to do them right. uh, at my aunt's house where they were legal. Yeah. And then, yeah, a couple times when I was young and I'd run out there in excitement or something like that. But other than that, I don't think I've had too many close calls in my adulthood. Mm-mm. Be careful out there. A, a few different Fourth of July related injuries have been on the rise over the last decade. Mm. So we will make you av- uh, aware of the top three so that you can maybe, well, be a little more aware. Yeah, let's <laughs> keep your fingers. Number one, firework injuries. Yeah. They are up 32% since 2012, partly because... Parents just don't keep a close enough eye on their kids. Right. The kids don't fully understand the power of these things. Lots of mortars are very popular, especially the delayed firework. Where right. You think it's over. Then right. They don't have that wisdom that we have to know, like, dude, it's not a dud. It's still going, you know? Now, when you're thinking of the kids getting hurt, what ages are you thinking of? Boy. I mean, the only kids, you got to be above 11 or 12 before I even let you start doing that stuff, I think. They say the uh, the most uh, at-risk group is teens between 15 and 19. Because oh, yeah, they're the dumbest. Uh, and <laughs> I think they're also at an age where parents will trust them a little more, yeah. let them do their own thing. Yeah. But they're also young enough to where they are still silly and foolish, like doing dumb things. I really just said I would. I didn't uh, realize it, but I did. Last year, one in eight injuries caused by fireworks were from that age group of 15 to 19. So, right. yes, they are older. Yes, they are more responsible, but they are also very vulnerable to being injured. We know, too, through experience that that wick and that fuse isn't always consistent. No. Sometimes you can light it, and that thing can take off. Sometimes you it know goes when, quick. When, you, when that thing takes off, get out of there, man. Right. Don't waste time. Uh, so that is firework injuries. Number two would be grilling injuries. Yeah, dude, I love the BBQ. Right. I mean, everybody kind of thinks about the firework injuries only when it comes to 4th of July. But grilling injuries are number two on the list. They've been up 18% in the last decade. I'm thinking that a lot of it is, you know, it getting knocked over. Uh, they said little kids are most likely to get burned. Mm. Uh, one in five patients who show up at the ER or grill uh. with grill-related injuries are under the age of 10. My kids know about the barbecue right out by the pool, but every time I'm like, that thing's hot. Just exactly. so you know, don't touch that. You guys, it'll brand your ass. Oh, they don't quite get that concept all the time. No, they don't, man. It'll cook you. And the uh, the third type of injury to keep an eye on for for the uh, 4th of July weekend, heat-related deaths. We got that here. We need to keep an eye on this. We know it's a thing, but again, when you think of 4th of July, everybody kind of thinks of everything else. The heat kind of goes to the back of your mind, right? Yes. But heat-related deaths are up 56% in the last three years alone. People at the highest risk uh, for heat stroke are babies, young kids, and then our seniors, 85 and up. So the extremes, the young and the old on that one. You 